Hello, and welcome to Drunk on Decoms, a podcast about absolutely nothing. It's a waste of your time. <laughs> it's a waste, a waste of, our of our time. time. I regret it, <laughs> but we're committed at this point, and we don't, yeah. we're not quitters. Uh, so this is, I'm Adam. And I'm Jory. And we watched another bad movie. <laughs> It's getting to the point where every every one of these, it's over. And my boyfriend James goes, how was it? And I go, it was bad. And he goes, they're all bad. All you do is watch bad movies. I'm just waiting. I'm waiting for the one where I'm like, wait a second. This one was good. Is it going to be Twitches 2? No. No, it's not. No. Oh, man. Yeah, this is rough. Um I, I think I said this is our slow descent into madness, and that's pretty accurate so far. Correct, Amundo. Yeah. We didn't even say the movie. We watched Hatching Pete. Mm-hmm. A movie with two side characters from two other Disney Channel shows at the time. Okay, that was going to be my question. What is the main... What is Pete from? I bring this show up a lot. You don't know. It was called Good Luck Charlie. Okay. Was he Charlie? We- Charlie was a baby. Charlie was a baby, and okay. the whole plot is the parents have three older kids. I'm going, we're going way off on a tangent because this is not the plot of Hatching Pete. This is the plot of Good Luck Charlie. They the have plot three... of Hatching Pete does not make sense. No. Continue. Good Luck Charlie is about parents who have three older kids, like a youngish teen and then two high schoolers, and then they have a baby when the kids are in like high school, like the oldest one. So, like, a, a okay, baby like... younger. Is it like the family raises the baby? Yeah. That's okay. It. And every episode is the older sister recording herself and being like, and that's why you don't wear shoes when you walk in mustard. Good luck, no. Charlie. And then it like ends. I don't that's- care for that at all. I bet it ended. I'm going to I'm gonna put money on this. I'm going to bet that it ended with somebody as a grown-up Charlie, like watching those. No, didn't? Okay. All right. I would have lost money. Um, it should have. Speaking of good luck, Charlie, let's plug this real quick before we go into Hashing Pete. We're doing our Christmas special next week. Oh, yeah. And Good Luck Charlie Christmas is one of the things we have to watch. I'm going to learn about Good Luck Charlie. Finally. Oh, man, I can't wait. So we get to see this. I could wait. I could wait a long time. Okay, so Hatching Pete. Yep. Do you want to recap it? Yeah, I can do it. Okay. So basically, Pete... um, is this quiet, shy kid who, like, lives in this town where everyone just, like, roasts the hell out of each other constantly. And it it gives me, like, very Midwestern vibes. And his best friend, who's really mean to him, um, is the mascot for their schools. Like, in this movie, you only see basketball. I assume it's every team, but basketball is the, you know, main sport in this movie. Their favorite sport. Yeah, it's everyone in the town's favorite sport. Um, even though the team is horrible. So his friend is allergic to the mascot costume. His friend is also just a complete, like, doofus. Like, he thinks he's funny, but he's not. He's mean to his friends. He just wants to date pretty girls. I don't know. He, there's not, like, a lot of substance to the best friend character other than, like, he doesn't want to be the mascot, which gives Pete the ability to be the mascot. It's a bizarre film. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Basically, since he's allergic to the costume, but his family has been the mascot for generations. Like, he was the mascot, his dad was the mascot, his grandpa and his great-grandpa. So, and this is Mitchell Musso is the best friend. The And he was um 
Oliver in Hannah Montana. He, he doesn't want to tell people that he's giving up being the mascot. So first he just tells Pete to be the mascot for one night. And Pete is like, even though he's shy and quiet, we're hit, it's kind of a Radio Rebel thing. He's it's very shy much a Radio Rebel thing, yeah. Right. He gets in the costume and he's like funny and he can do backflips and like. Out of nowhere, he can do backflips. He'll just be walking and then they cut to him doing a backflip. The, there was a little snippet you probably missed at the beginning you know, of the movie. The, his dad was roasting yeah. him. No, I remember when his dad was roasting him. It was the best part of the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where the dad, the dad was like, well, Pete, there's nothing exciting about you. And Pete <laughs> was like, well, I did gymnastics when I was a kid, and I was good at that, but everyone thought I was weird. And Yeah, his dad roasts him, and then he roasts himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so basically... Pete starts becoming the mascot, but everyone still thinks it's his friend, whose name is Cletus, which is... I'm, There's not enough time to no. go into that decision. We, we can't go into that right now. Yeah. Um, so Cletus is Mitchell Musso. Pete is, I can't remember his name, but he's the brother from Good Luck Charlie. And so everyone still thinks it's Cletus. No one realizes that the chicken is Pete. Everything's exciting. You know, they're like, oh, we love the chicken now. So everyone thinks they like Cletus. And, yeah. like, Cletus gets really cool, and he starts dating, like, the captain of the cheerleading squad, who, like, wanted nothing to do with him before. And then mm-hmm. Pete has one love interest at the beginning, and then it shifts. So first he wants to date Cletus's sister. Yes. Who nothing like him. They really never even have them speak to one another, even though they're supposed to be brother and sister. She vanishes. She's there, but you only see snippets of her, because she's always on the cheer squad. Yeah. But, like, you only catch these glimpses of her throughout the movie, other than, like, at the very beginning when they talk to her. She has lines at the beginning of the film, and I thought, Mm -hmm. this is going to be a character who plays some kind of a role in this film. And then Mm -hmm. she doesn't. Uh -uh. They introduce her in the first scene. And then she's she's just a background character for the rest of it. She was, like, a red herring love interest. Like, because it took a turn. Then Pete was the new girl. Yes. And she's like new to the school. And, but she has a boyfriend who still lives in Houston where she's from. And he's just like creepily into her. So weird. Just because she's nice to him, which again, Mm. I'm not going to get into that in the plot section right now. But basically, him and the new girl get put on the like committee to make a float for a parade that is like the town's exciting parade or whatever. Yeah, I don't know what the parade I don't, it's like the spirit parade or something. Yeah. This um, town is way too into their high school. Yeah, they're like, Pete's parents go to every high school football or uh, basketball, football, game. basketball game. Yeah. Even though Pete isn't on the team, nor do they know he's the mascot. They're just leaving their high school son at home and they go to the games without him. They close their business mm-hmm. to go to high school basketball games. But yeah, I feel like most of the middle of the movie is just the chicken getting more and more popular. Inexplicably. And, yeah, inexplicably, just because he's like, quote unquote, funny. So it's like making people go to the basketball games. The team isn't really winning anymore. People are just going and like cheering on the chicken. They haven't won in like 46 years. or No, they've won, but like they haven't had a winning season in like 46 years. No, they also play like 40 basketball games because like at the beginning yes. of the movie, they're 20 games into the season. Yeah, already. They've, they're 0-20 and they play their first game and they play like 
20 more games. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they build up to this point where Pete is being really creepy to the girl, the, the new girl that he likes, and I never learned what her name was. Um, doesn't matter. No, it doesn't matter. And then, you know, the parade happens, the float happens, and that's where everyone catches that Cletus, because he goes in just a mustache and a cowboy hat. He's wearing a sheriff's costume. An oversized cowboy hat and a very fake mustache, like an oversized fake mustache. Right. Like, and I don't what, know. what was the costume? Like, what was the costume department thinking when they did? They were thinking this is a movie for children. They'll think this is funny. Right. And no one else is in costume at the parade. So like, yeah, so it's like, not a costume. Per- well, Pete is in costume. But that's not other than the chicken. Like the rest of the crowd is. So that's the town finds out. And then they're trying to like, they literally like arrest Cletus for not being the chicken. Like they the sheriff. They, yeah. they like put his arms behind his back and they're like, yeah. you're coming with us, son. And I'm like, he just isn't the chicken. It's not the first uh, questionable policing in a Disney Channel original movie. And I don't think it'll be the last. Correct. Correct. And so, you know, they're then the rest of the town's trying to figure out who the chicken is. But then Pete, because he's shy and he doesn't know if he wants people to know that he's the chicken, kind of like pulls back and he doesn't want to like, you know, let everyone know that he's the chicken now. And eventually, with very little persuasion, it just seems like he has a change of heart. He eventually does, like, show up to the basketball game, like, the big game. He does the flips, and he lets yeah. everyone know who he is. And everyone's like, oh, the shy, quiet boy. You can't do flips if you're shy and quiet. You also can't have a podcast or talk. Like, yeah. there's so many things that shy people can't do in this world. It's a real problem. Correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's it's hard for shy people. He you you skipped that he like skydives in. Basically, he bungee yeah, jumps. He I don't even know how to describe what he does. He just comes down from the ceiling. He's like in a harness, but then he magically yeah. gets out of the harness like mid yes. descent, and then does a flip yeah. and lands on the ground. Yeah. Yes. Uh, <laughs> there's a lot to unpack in this film. Oh. Um, no. None of the character. Oh wait, we, you didn't even mention the high school principal is uh, the grandpa from Gilmore Girls. Oh well, you have to mention that because I've never seen Gilmore Girls. Yeah, that's yeah, that's fine. Uh, it has its ups and its downs, but the high school principal is—he's only in like four scenes. It's a very small role, and they right. got the grandpa from Gilmore Girls, who has been in other things. I know, but at the moment, I can only think of Gilmore Girls. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, 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 just bizarre. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then none of the other characters are at all likable, even a little bit. Mm-mm. I didn't like any character in this movie. They all suck. Like I said before, there is this, like, constant energy, and I I feel this way, like, genuinely. I didn't like it because out of every movie we've watched, like a decom that takes place in high school, this one was the most realistic in the yeah. sense that everyone is mean yes. and toxic and they're just like dating each other for like status. Yes. Like it doesn't feel like any of them actually like like each other in any way. They're just like dating each other because they feel like they have to because someone's like as popular as someone else. Yeah. And it also has the worst soundtrack of any Disney Channel no. original movie. <laughs> so bad. It was so bad. It's a Mitchell Muso. Muso? 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 Muso. It's a Mitchell Muso song. 
uh, that bizarrely is very quiet when they play it at the mm-hmm. parade. It's like you have to turn your your speaker up to hear it, but don't because uh, it's terrible. It's one of the worst songs I've ever heard, and I'm shocked Mitchell Musso's music career uh, has not taken off. And here's the part where Jory tells me that it has taken off, and I just didn't know. No? Okay, it hasn't taken off. No, there's a whole thing that we can get into later if we want to talk about Mitchell Musso, where, like, there was all this drama between him and a YouTuber, and he's, I mean, he's not good at rapping anyway, and, like... He's a rapper? Oh, he yeah. Oh, he's a rapper. Yeah. Okay. Amazing. Mm -hmm. That's so funny. So yeah, that was like. I think we also need to cover how creepy and like like how they excuse the creepy behavior that Pete really exhibits as it's like a normal thing to be that shy and act that way towards a girl in high school. Pete's Pete's got some problems. He needs to unpack with a therapist. I think. Mm Yeah, uh, he he's yeah he's he's very like he really wants to follow whatever her name is home. Like yeah. he's just met her and he's like, hey, you want to ride home? And she's like, no, I'm gonna walk. And he's like, I'll walk too. And she's like, you have a car. And he's mm-hmm. like, yeah, but I like to walk. Yeah, to the the high school audience who's listening to us right now. Um, yeah, me and Adam, you know, we're like yeah. really cool with the high schoolers. Um, if you're like a person and you like look at a person that you like and you're like, yeah, you want to ride home and they're like, I'm good. Say, okay, see you later. Yeah. Yeah. Like, bye. Bye. They don't want to ride home. No, and then they're if, fine. Right. If they say, I'm going to walk, say, all right, be careful. Maybe like if you're like close enough friends, be like, let me know you get home. Okay. Yeah. Like, Keep an eye out for any creeps trying to force you to get in their car or trying to walk with you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah. don't. He just, and it was like so immediate. Like, yeah, she was nice to him for like four minutes in the movie. And then he's like, I like this girl, which like, I think he completely abandoned his original crush Mm -hmm. without a second thought. Very shallow, very shallow crushes. Yeah, and we should also say that he doesn't want to be the chicken slash rooster. At the beginning of the movie, there's a whole thing where they're like, it's not a chicken, it's a rooster. And then they call it a chicken for the rest of the movie. Um, But yeah, so he doesn't want to be, Pete doesn't want to be the chicken. He only does it because his best friend, who Mitchell Musso, says that, Cletus, thank you. Uh, says that he will uh, make Cletus will make his sister like Pete. Mm-hmm. But then Pete compl- continue. I don't know. It doesn't make sense. I there's ugh, man. This movie. The more I think about this movie, the less I the less I like this movie. And I didn't like it that much to begin with. No, I didn't like most of the plots. One thing that I will also say at one point in the movie, I think the chicken was way too handsy. Just because you're in a mascot costume mm. does not mean you get to touch people, male or I know, female. I know what you're talking about, yeah. Uh, like, he, at one point, he, like, jokingly jumps into the coach's arms, and I don't mm, love I wasn't that. thinking about, I was thinking about when he kidnaps, a, uh, what? what's her, Angela, Angela. I was building up to that. I was going to oh, say, like, sorry. he keeps touching people, 
like without like letting them know he's going to building up to it and then it builds up to a point where yeah is it angela is that her name yeah i looked it up that's the new girl who he likes like for the most the majority of the movie is angela yeah at one point like he sweeps in and like picks her up like under the knees behind the back like you got married picks her up yep. and like carries her out of the gym and everyone and laughs Everyone laughs as he kidnaps this high school girl. And she's like, she's like, put me down, put me down for a second. Like, if I saw that happen, I'd be like, put her down. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You'd be running out of the gym to go and help this girl who's being kidnapped. And then he sets her down in the hallway Mm -hmm. and he happens to be right next to some flowers. Yes. And he gives her some flowers and then she's like, I should go back to the gym and you should also go back to the gym. But hey, thanks for kidnapping me. Like that would be if if something like that ever happened, that would be the point. I would have like taken the head off of the chicken right there just to like yell at that person in their face. Yes. And then she would have been like, wait. You're not Cletus who's supposed to. And that was like a whole other point of contention in the in the movie is that so the popular like captain of the cheerleading squad is technically dating Cletus. Um, and she thinks he's in the chicken costume, but Pete's actually the chicken costume and he likes Angela. So like if a basketball player is like flying at them to hurt someone, he saves Angela instead of the captain of the cheerleading squad. And then she gets mad because she thinks that her boyfriend is saving Angela, but she doesn't know that her boyfriend's sitting in the crowd with green face paint. Also, Mitchell Musso's disguises at the basketball games were absolute trash. He just painted his face half green and half yellow and wore an afro. You could tell it was him. Yeah, unbelievably terrible. Just all the time. Just awful. His dad was there. His dad was there. There's no way... Like, if my dad saw me, even with face paint on my face, and, like, turned around, he'd be like, that's my kid. Yeah. Like, he'd know. Yeah. I question mm-hmm. some of the parenting in this. And uh, Pete's parents aren't ever like, where is our child? They don't give a shit. They're just like, all right, bye, I gotta go to this high school basketball game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the most the important thing in their lives, is the high school basketball team that hasn't won a game all season, but they go to every single game. Uh, can we talk for a second about Dill? Eyebrows. Yeah. Do you want to talk about his eyebrows? He does have really, yeah, I have a picture of him right now. He does have really thick eyebrows. Yes. That's what sticks out in my head. That's it. That's more of a question. Yeah. Yeah. Dill is eyebrows. Uh, so Dill is the star of the basketball team. Uh, and the actor has clearly never played basketball before. They, They did not test him on that before casting him. Uh, he looks very uncomfortable. But before the first game, he walks up to uh, Cletus's sister mm-hmm. and is like, hey, babe, I'm going to score 20 points for you in this game. And you find out later that they haven't scored 20 points all season. Right. He's. Just, I think that's like supposed to be his character, but they don't develop his character they, enough. That he's just supposed to be like a douchebag. Yeah. But you didn't really get that. You thought he was actually good at basketball, and she was yeah. dating him. Because he was good at basketball. I thought he was. I thought he was good at basketball. I thought it was a situation where, like, there's one good player on the basketball team. It's mm-hmm. this guy. Everybody else sucks. That's why they're bad. 
yeah, they, they didn't make sense why like she would like him other than the fact that he was just way more confident than Pete. And maybe there's yeah. just like a play on like personalities. But going back to his basketball abilities, there are two times where I watched him literally come up underneath the basketball. His hand was up underneath the basketball and he like yep. pulled it. Like the basketball yep. is just still and he's running and then he flips it over in his hand. Yep. And he I was dribbles like, at oh. like you like I know I, like when there's no one around him, he still dribbles at like a forty-five degree angle. Like he's he's side on when there's no one around him, like protecting the basketball. Yes, I don't know. There was one scene where he looks like he's playing defensively, but they're yes. in other or no? Yeah, he looks like he's playing defensively, but it's his teammate. He's throwing his shoulder <laughs> into. Yes. Like, he throws the shoulder into someone in the same color jersey as him and then passes the ball to someone else. And I was like, it, that guy wasn't guarding you. He's on your team. And that's in the scene where they're playing well. Yes. <laughs> so it's not even like a, look at how bad this team is. They're mm -hmm. hitting each other. That's in the scene where you're supposed to be like, wow, they've turned this around. But let me tell you about him real quick. Uh, his name's Crawford Wilson. Mm -hmm. He has a Wikipedia page. Uh, on his Wikipedia page, he has a section that says other names oh. and it says other names crawdaddy. I don't like that. <laughs> no. Why would you? And why would he put that on his Wikipedia page? He put that there and we know. He oh, a hundred percent. He put that there. A hundred percent. He wants people to think he's cool. And I, that's the only, that's all I got for why he would yeah. put that on his Wikipedia page. Well, I hope he banked his money because he hasn't been in anything since 2016. I bet he banked as much of his money as he did those layups that he missed so mm. poorly, like every time. And I'm, yeah, He can dunk. <laughs> those hoops were so low. They when were they, so low. Yes. He, he's not tall. They were like, not he, 10 foot, 10 feet. No, you can tell by, like, how tall he is compared to, like, the girls yes. around him that he is maybe 5'8 or 5'9. Yeah. And he barely had to, like, come maybe four or five inches off the ground to dunk in those. They yeah. have those set at, like, third grade basketball yeah. height. He's not Muggsy Bogues. Uh, in yeah. one scene, you can see it's a deep cut reference to 90s basketball legend Muggsy Bogues. Yeah. Who appeared in Space Jam? I hope he's in the new Space Jam. Uh, big fan. He was he was really an inspiration to me as a, a short kid who played basketball for six weeks as a as a child. Really, but I, I got a Muggsy Bogues. Uh, I think he played for Charlotte, Charlotte Jersey. Our high school audience is loving this deep cut look, right now. Look up Muggsy Bogues. He was like five foot two, and he was sick at basketball. He's, I think, the shortest ever NBA player. Uh, watch Space Jam. It's a great film. Anyway, uh, I don't remember what I was saying. Oh, yeah. Uh, there's, a scene where, <laughs> there's a scene where a guy goes up for a layup, and one of the other kids slams his hand on the backboard. His full hand on the backboard. Yeah. I would, like, you can't do that. And this is why I, I said this, and this is a point that I still stand by. This movie would have been better for many reasons if the sport they had, like, went with was football. Mm -hmm. I yeah. think this movie would have, like, 
played better. I think a mascot at a football game makes a lot more sense. Way more sense. There would have been a lot more space. You have to understand that at certain points in this movie, the mascot is literally doing like flips on the court as the basketball uh, game is yes. going on. Because yeah. they are in like, a small high school. Yes. That like the gymnasium is tiny. It has one wall of like 10 bleachers up and down. Yes. It's not this like big, like nicer high school gymnasium. The coach is on the court for the entire game. And I know mm-hmm. basketball coaches are, you know, sometimes on the court, but like the ball is on that side of the court. Mm-hmm. And the coach is just like standing next to a player. There was no room. They crammed so many and they had to use half of the gym to film, like to probably set up yes. all the cameras and stuff. So that gym was so tight. I don't know. And in one scene for like two minutes, they're at a football field. I'm saying like they had access to a football field. This should yeah. have been a football movie. I'm pretty sure it was probably coming off of that like high of high school musical. Sure. That they thought they probably had to do basketball. Also, basketball mm-hmm. is probably cheaper to do because you just have to slap yeah, it. You're, you're indoors. It's not weather dependent. Right. Yeah. And you don't have to go out and get a bunch of kids football yeah. and pads and helmets. Yeah, and, for sure. But I do feel like it would have. It yeah. just made it would have given Pete more room to actually be funny. I think it was so yeah. tight. I don't see where the humor was because he was literally like crammed in these little spaces. I also think it's easier to pretend you know what you're doing playing football because you don't have to have the actor do it. You can just put a helmet on somebody else and just have an announcer be like, and there's the star of the movie doing this thing. And you zoom in when the quarterback. Yes. And you just have to get this kid to throw a spiral. It doesn't matter yes. where you no, zoom who in. Cares? comes out of his hand in a spiral and then you have another kid run and catch it over his shoulder, but someone yep. threw it from four feet away from him. Yeah. You've got to you're done. You're, you're done. done. That's the mm-hmm. whole, that's all you need. Uh, also, I want to point out, Pete's not a very, like, they, they pitch him as, like, best mascot you've ever seen. He's fine. Right. He's okay. He does a couple flips, which is impressive, but they're not like physically possible flips. So I feel like he shouldn't get credit for that. Mm-mm. And then the rest of the time, he's just imitating like the Philly fanatic or, uh, you know, other great mascots. He should do the Chicago Bulls mascot. Benny the Bull uh, does a very fun thing where he's just holding popcorn and he just like falls down the stairs at the arena with popcorn. YouTube it. It's hilarious every time. Every yeah, time. Big fan of Benny the Bull. You're really into mascot culture. You'd be surprised how much I've read about mascots, yeah. Uh, I don't like that. I don't like that? No. I don't like that. I could tell you a lot of fun stories about the Philly fanatic and his fights with Dodgers manager, uh, uh, what was that guy's name? Tommy Lasorda. Uh, he, Tommy Lasorda was slightly overweight. And so he was a spokesman for SlimFast and the yeah. Philly fanatic used to just dump cans of SlimFast on the field and leave a trail back to the Phillies dugout where he would be standing with a bat as if to lure Tommy Lasorda, like <laughs> having him snort SlimFast and then he would hit him with his terrific stuff. Amazing. Look it up. It's on YouTube. I will not be looking that up. You should. I'll send you the link. Just like last week, I got really into mummies. You got really into mascots. 
<laughs> no, I've been in, I've been into mascots for a while. Anyway, um, can we point out that they have a totally different gym at the end of the movie? It's so, a totally different school. It's a way nicer school. It's at the a end way of the nicer movie. gym. Mm-hmm. Like they what they didn't want to pay the nicer school for to sure be there the whole time. So it was just like it was either that or they filmed it in their like auxiliary gym. I kind of think it's that. Yeah, because it that gym the, the the most of the basketball games happening except the last one looks like the auxiliary gym of my high school, where their last one looked like yeah. our nice gym, like our bigger gym. So, the the game the last game, big finale, um, and this is after Pete has done a talk show that is you know bizarrely well produced. Um, sure. The basketball coach who we didn't talk about his uh, office in the locker room that has a giant window so he can see through and see what's going on in the locker room. Uh, like didn't, didn't love that. No. And then, uh, so the, the last game, they're trying to win. Uh, Pete has gone away. The, the chicken has gone away and like maybe we'll come back and maybe won't, but who cares? There's a, there's a band at this game. Mm-hmm. And there's a drum set that's like on the court and for the big finale mitchell muso just walks up to the drum set that had a drummer for the mm-hmm. rest of the game and the drummer is just gone and mitchell muso just starts to play the drums yeah they usually keep drum sets like right off of basketball courts that's like a pretty standard like american tradition it's so strange yeah, I completely missed that part because I was like totally checked out by the last game because I knew exactly. I called what was going to happen at the end of the movie in the first two minutes of the movie. I said, he is going to be such a good mascot that they are going to win. And that is bullshit. I and, hate that. I hate that trope. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I don't care. You could be the funniest mascot in the whole world. You could be pulling bits when you're like 17 years old that like, adult mascots aren't doing yeah if, you're, if you have a team of mediocre five eight kids playing basketball they're not going to be we should also say they beat an undefeated team they yes. haven't won a game all season and they beat an undefeated team they should have made it more realistic and been like well it's our last game of the season we're playing that other team that's won like three games yes Maybe we yeah. can beat them one no yeah. you don't beat one in an undefeated season when you know single game especially a season that has like 60 games like they didn't fluke their way to an undefeated season and you didn't fluke your way to not winning a game they scored like 20 points in a game and the coach was like that's more points than we scored all last season right and then they managed to beat the best team in the league also the circumstances in which they did that didn't make sense like basketball sense because they're down by six with like 25 seconds to go. Mm-hmm. And the other team the other team inbounds the ball and they steal it and they score. And so they're down by four. And the announcer says, or the coach says, all right, I need to see a full court press. Uh, if they get by you, foul them. Yes. There's like 17 seconds. Ball gets inbounded. Uh, they don't full court press. The other team just dribbles the ball over halfway they steal it, they score, they're down by two. And then the same thing happens. Mm-hmm. 
the exact same thing, except they, they shoot a three-pointer and they win. One, I'm sure our audience is going to love how technical we are getting in the basketball like Look, realm here. It's because this is the easiest thing in the world to not do. Right. Just learn how basketball – I don't – I have never played basketball a day in my life. Now, I will say, you know, when I was in high school, I kept books and I ran the clock for – like third to twelfth grade basketball games. Sure. So I mean, I've seen what people that age play basketball like. Yeah, but so you're in like, charge of the situation. You can manufacture a situation that makes sense. Right. It, it, like it's that hard. Just, just say, like, yeah. Just say, you know, you're down by two, or if you mm -hmm. need to have more time, just say, you know, you're down by four, but actually have them full court press. Right. And this that was the thing about this movie is just like. The lack of background that whoever wrote the basketball scenes had in ba like it was just like they sat like three people down and were like, "Do you understand basketball?" And they were like, "No." And they just like read the Wikipedia page on basketball yeah. and were like, "I think I know enough about basketball." They didn't watch a single video. Like it, it was avoidable, but they yeah. did. Easy to fix, mm -hmm. but nobody fixed it. No. So no. yeah, that was that was the movie. Yeah, that was the movie, and I didn't, I didn't care for it. Uh, is there anyone else from this movie that you recognize or, or know anything about? So, um, the blonde girl who's the captain of the cheerleading squad is actually, she's another Disney Channel actress. She was in the Demi Lovato show, Sunny with a Chance. She was one of the main characters in that. So they pulled a couple people from like these different shows so they pulled mitchell musso from this was probably another one of the like, mm -hmm. like dad napped where yeah miley cyrus and bridget mendler and um demi lovato were busy that year so they yeah. were like you three can be like kind of leads this, in this, like, cruddy i think movie. this was a test movie mm -hmm. i think this was they were like we're gonna see if any of these people you know do a good enough job that they should get their own movie or their own spinoff or whatever. And they failed. They, they all failed. Yeah. Yes. I will say the one thing I will give this movie, the pacing was so much better. The actual plot line, like moving along was so much better than oh, yeah. most movies we watched. It didn't feel like this hour and a half movie was three hours long. It felt like it was about an hour and a half long. Like, yeah, it, it, it honestly, like, the watching it was more like watching just a really long episode of a Disney show. Yeah. Versus, like, Disney trying to make a movie and failing. It's like they made a really long episode of a show that no one would ever watch another episode of. I wonder if they had originally planned this as a show. Because it does feel kind of show-ish. They, if they would have thrown a laugh track in there, it could have been yeah. a Disney show. Yeah, just like, you know, a goofy, like, high school mascot you know, who just with high school mascot hijinks and maybe you take away the, you know, people don't know who he is or mm -hmm. people don't know who he is for a while, but they figure it out. I don't know. But just like, yeah, something, you know, more episodic than right. this th incredibly terrible story. Yeah. So I, I feel like if I have to give them like props for anything, it would be the pacing. They actually like the plot moved along. They, I'm very adamant, and like some people can break these rules, but not Disney Channel. The basic plot is there are three main 
issues that the protagonist hits, if you want to call him that, I think he was a creep. He's still technically Yeah, he sucked. Yeah. You hit three road bumps, and then you come to a conclusion. And you can track those in this. Where, yeah. like, some of the other movies, Radio Rebel, or even, like, The Poof Point, they get, like, too wobbly in the middle, and you're like, where are you going? I still don't know what The Poof Point was trying to do. Mm-mm. Where this one actually, like, for as bad as it was, kept this, like, structure. Yes. It was yeah. leading to something. Where other yeah. movies, like, I have no clue. I know what's going to happen at the end, but I don't know what they're building up to right now. Yeah, this had rising and falling action. Mm-hmm. Instead of just flatline action. <laughs> or, like, wiggly. It's up and down. <laughs> and in the middle, yeah. it, you know, deadlines. And then it comes yeah. back to life in the last ten Correct. minutes. And you're like, what? is going on this doesn't make sense yeah mm-hmm. i've said in the past that you know i pretty quickly like reach a point where i look to see how much time is left in the movie didn't mm-hmm. get there until about an hour and 10 minutes into this so usually yeah the past like almost every movie leading up to this other than under wraps when i check we're only 20 minutes in yeah. i think we're so much further in and we're 20 minutes in this movie i was about the same there was about 20 minutes left the first time I checked. So, like, it did move. So, I'll give them that. So, that will yeah. the points. What do we want to rate this out of? So, well, we're going to rate it out of um, chickens or eggs Bruce? to hatch. <laughs> um, I think, you got to pick I, something. I think, I'm trying to think what I like more. I was trying to think of something funny, but... okay. This movie wasn't that funny. Yeah, Yeah, let's just do chickens. Rated out of times that you wished Pete would give this girl more space. Yeah, just leave her alone for a second, dude. Yeah, just let her make up her mind. She's got a boyfriend. Like, oh, I guess we need to have a boyfriend. That's not important. Just give her her space. She she's asking for it. Just give it to her. He does break up with that boyfriend at one point. And then they end up dating at the end. We complete that, whatever. They end, yeah, it's up. They they end up dating. It's still creepy. She when he takes off his his chicken head, uh, she she like sprints over to be like, let me help you with that, Pete, just to prove that she knew who it was beforehand. <laughs> it's really weird. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. What are we rating it out of? Chicken heads. We're rating it chicken out head. of chicken heads. Okay, I'm gonna give it three and a half chicken heads. It's not good, mm-hmm. but my scale is so broken at this point. I've given so yeah. many things zeros. I don't know what a good decom is anymore. I have to just give it like a few points for actually moving along. Like yes. I think I'm going to give it like three points too, just because it didn't drag because they like wrote it so poorly and everything else. Yeah. Like, so yeah, I'll, I'll give it you know three. I feel like we could get really complicated with this, but it's too late. We should have broken this down into like writing, yeah, um, like all the different like costume. It's Maybe too for much. the good ones, we'll do that. Maybe for the yeah. good ones. Uh, yeah. I just have one more thought for you before we wrap mm-hmm. this up. How interested would you be in hatching Pete two, where Pete and Cletus are serial killers and they are like on the run and lovers. And lovers, yes, because at one point they are literally in a closet together. I'd watch that. Yeah, I think that movie could be interesting. Put that on <laughs> Disney Plus. 
<laughs> Disney, call us. Yes. We'll yeah, we'll out. write. I would write it. I don't I, know how to write a script. I'd write it. I think we could figure it out. Listen to I'd us. Probably get bored right too now. quickly. We're so funny. We're, yeah. We're clearly <laughs> overqualified. <laughs> they're just taking anything at this point. Ten Star Wars shows. Come on. Oh my. Yeah. Too. <laughs> Yeah, 10 Star Wars shows, like 10 Marvel shows. I don't think it's 10 Marvel shows, but like a ton of Marvel shows. A Willow uh, sequel. I'm excited for that. I'm not going to lie. Are you? I really like Willow. This is okay. No one's going to care about this. I was going to say, who are they making that for? But apparently... Me and my dad. Me and my dad. dad. Okay. Yeah. I think my parents like Willow. It's a good movie. I, I don't have anything against Willow. I'm just wondering why they picked Willow. I have no clue. No one wants to hear about this. So we rated Patching Pete 3.5 and 3 out of 10 chicken heads. Tune, uh, in, tune in for our next, uh, or our spinoff podcast, uh, Willow Talk. Where we just talk about the movie Willow. It gets really tiring really quick. It's real in-depth. We break it down. Each episode uh, breaks down a minute of the movie Willow. <laughs> We're so, gonna, oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, we're going to call, I can't remember his name off the top of my head, though. The guy who plays Willow. Uh, Willow. What? Did you just say Willow? Yeah, his name's Willow. No, his name Warwick is uh, Professor Flitwick. Yeah, we're going to have Warwick Davis on that podcast. So. Oh, yeah, his name is Warwick. Warwick is a sick first name. That is um, a sick first name. So, yeah, next week is the Christmas special. We have to watch two films. Uh, I will <laughs> finally learn who Charlie is. Uh, I mm -hmm. assume he grows up to be the Charlie from Charlie's Angels. Uh, yeah. Except for the new one, because in that one... Uh, no, it, in, yeah, in that one it was... I forget who it was, but it wasn't a dude. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Uh, anyway, thanks for listening. Yep. Thanks, and we'll be back for the Christmas special, which I'm really excited yeah. for, but not really. Yeah, it's I'm excited, but also as soon as we start that movie, my excitement's going to just collapse. We may or may not start next week by singing Christmas carols for you. Tune in to find out. Okay. All right. <laughs>